everybody, this is Chandra Dasa at the Buddhist Centre Online and I am very happy to be back here with my wondrous colleague Dasani. Hello there people. Who's been holding the fort here uh, on the podcast for a couple of days and we're all back together as a happy team. And this is our, our Buddhist Voices uh, part of coverage of the International Council in 2016 where in a way we get to hear a bit more about the people who are attending, their stories of practice, what inspires them. Why on earth did they fly halfway around the world to come and take part in this kind of jamboree of meetings and explorations and dharma practice? And what do they take home with them? And uh, I think I can speak for Dustin saying we are utterly thrilled to have as our first guest. It's the best ever. It's the best ever. <laughs> She's <laughs> been here before. Ever. She's back for more. <laughs> By popular demand. Tara is from Melbourne, Australia. And uh, you may have heard her on these podcasts the last time around because she used to live and work here at Adistana. In fact, she was kind of the mover and shaker who helped the International Council happen. And since then, she's uh, returned to Australia and, and is now back here for the first time. How is that? How's that going? How's it being back? Well, it's a bit like cognitive dissonance, really. There's this thing of you arrive back here and the body knows exactly where it is and what it's doing. And yeah you know, the brain is trying to work out whether I'm, you know, you take the girl out of Adistana and you take the Adistana out of the girl or the other way around, yeah, yeah, yeah. really. Are so, you enjoying it? Yeah, look, I am in a particular way. Look, what I, I really enjoy when I come back here, what I enjoyed when I was here was the people mm. and just reconnecting yeah. with the people and, you know, the people, what all of these people coming together at Adistana in all different you know, ways does, which is just create that atmosphere of Adistana, I suppose, of, of mm. grace. And being here and just, yeah, knowing, you know, I was walking out of the dining room and, and there was Banti sitting on his bench. Uh-huh. You know, you look at that and you think, mm. oh yeah, and all is, is right with the world in a particular mm. way. So. Now, we used to have a conversation, I remember, about <laughs> how wherever someone's practising in Tirana is the centre of the movement, mm-hmm. in yeah, a way. That's right. Nonetheless, Adistana is a particular hub. Yeah. And as we said, you were kind of at the heart of that for a few years yeah. and quite influential in helping get this place up and running and, and functioning well. And it's been a great base. Do you miss it? Do you miss that sort of um, central involvement now that you're... Oh, look, I mean, that's a really difficult question. Yeah, of course, and I was talking to Viveka about it today, is that there is something about being at the centre of things that's incredibly exciting and also... There's something about it where you know you're making a contribution mm. um, in a particular way, and and that's great. But yeah, there's also sometimes I do think yeah you need time out of that because otherwise it can become too inward looking. And and I'm talking about myself. I've done this, worked in the centre of things, in a mundane sense, and mm. also you know you working in the movement and I do realise that sometimes it can be like Starship Enterprise mm. you know <laughs> lost in space yeah. yeah well you know or I could call it yeah I could be on my own little Buddhist bubble yeah, yeah. Um, so you know being back at home and, and getting some distance and looking back to this has also been incredibly useful mm. as mm. well and your background's politics isn't it originally before BA before Adistan. Before Adistan. <laughs> your background was politics. Have you gone back yeah. to politics? Are you No, not directly. I'm I'm back working in 
the, well, the English call it the civil service and in mm. Australia it's the public service. However, since I've been back, I have done a seven-week stint in back in the minister's office again. Of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's just really interesting to go back to those sort of conditions and just see how I am in it now. Mm. And, and also, to be really clear, I mean, there were two things in there. It's incredibly seductive. I mean, power is incredibly seductive. That's mm. part of the nature of it. You know, it's like the, I always think of the little ring in The Lord of the Rings and, you know, mm. there's that attraction to it. But also, you watch as people get closer to it, the uglier they get. You know, and there were mornings I was waking up not looking particularly attractive. So there's that, yeah. Mm. It was really clear to me after that seven weeks and they asked if I'd stay on. I just said, no, I just, you know, I don't want to be doing that sort of work anymore. But it was also interesting being back in it and the effect that had on other people that were in the office, you know, because I came in with a different sort of energy and how that shifted something in there as well. So, look, it's nice to know that after all of these years of practice, there has been a level of spiritual mm. progress. That's great. Um, so they're going to have to run Melbourne without you? Yeah, in there. Lord. Mm. <laughs> You're no longer Miss Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you yeah. find it then, Vidyatara, living your fully Buddhist life mm. in the, in that public service. Tell me how you're finding that now. Well, in a way, I don't find it any different, and that's the thing that's been really important for me, and I think that's one of the big learnings of having spent my time here. Um, and I found that really inspiring, and to be of, of service in that way, to be able to do that was a real privilege. But what I also found was, for me, there is something around taking that very fully into the world, mm. which is what, you know, going back and going back into the public service side of it, the work I've been doing when I went back in recently around, you know, doing some stuff with vulnerable communities and things like that. It's also, for me, has been fundamentally important. And to do that very explicitly as a Buddhist, which I do do, the people there, a lot of them have known me for because I was basically went back to my old job. A lot of them have known me, my journey from you know, coming to the centre, training for ordination, being yeah, ordained, yes, okay. coming over here, and then coming mm, back gosh, in right. again. So um, there's been quite a strong witnessing of you then yeah, in a process of transformation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So to be able to do that in a really full way, mm. I mean, I don't think I could work in the world without being very explicitly who, you know, you who I am. You know, so I sit there on my desk, I've got a really lovely picture of Red Tara, my sadhana practice, mm. and she sits there, and that's like the touchstone, the mindfulness bell almost. Mm. So, you know, I can watch it out of the corner of my eye when mm. I start getting wound up or whatever, and you see her there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people walk past and they'll ask about it. Yes. Yeah, they want to know what that is and why that's there. Mm. And how do you talk about Red Tara um, in that context then? Well, I just talk about her qualities, you know, in a way, the sort of qualities that she has and that they are a reminder of the qualities Mm -hmm. that I want to, yeah, develop in myself and the way I want to actually be with other people Mm. as well. Presumably it's quite a support in a way to the Melbourne Sangha to have you come back and bring something with you from this kind of arc of being over here and being close to Sangha and close to the International Council. 
I mean, it's one of the things we often ask people in these interviews is what do you bring, what do you take mm. home? Mm. But in a way, you're, you're doing that double, aren't you? Mm. Kind of it's this positive feedback loop between here and Australia. It must yeah. Be. Look, I think there is. I've not had a lot of engagement since I've been back directly with the centre, but certainly with people. And I do think there is. And I think a couple of things that you bring back from that is, and what, what people bring back from Adistana generally, mm. is that sense of what this is and the importance of this as a space and a, a place and what comes at what can come out of it. For me, the important things have been actually bringing back things like what the International Council is and why that is such a fundamentally important condition upon which this extraordinary order and movement will continue into the future. So you're still passionate about that, aren't I'm you? completely passionate. Look, yes. people have their shtick, you know. You've got Parami and Papenvadra do the big love thing, you know, which mm. is really lovely. And I do International Council, yes. you know, as sad as that may yeah. sound. Yeah. But it gets, you know, well, but it, it's what but you know, it really, me. But you know, it really, really isn't sad because <laughs> I know that that was, that was your passion mm. when that was your work life. Yeah. But now that it isn't your work life and now you're living mm. on the other side of the world, the fact that what this mm. gathering stands mm. for and it being future-oriented yeah. and community-oriented, the fact that that is still your passion, that means a lot to me personally yeah. because mm. it, it means that, well, it, it, it's there's just such an earth-touching in there, yeah. isn't there? There you is know? a real earth-touching and it is. I'm completely passionate about it. And, you know, I talk... To I was in Poland recently on a retreat and I was talking to young women there and they were asking about what I was doing. And it gives, it really gives them faith that things have been thought through. They got really mm. excited about it as well, mm. that there's been that level of thought about how we have communication and dialogue about what's important in the order mm-hmm. and movement. Mm-hmm. And that is this two-way process. Mm-hmm. It's bottom-up, it's top-down. Um, and that there's the ability to be responsive. Exactly. Yeah. And it's that thing, it's the thing when I've spoken about it before, doing nothing has a karmic response to it. And we can either choose to engage in things or choose not to. And it would be really sad. I think it would be sad for people to wake up one day and, and look around and think, this isn't the order I joined or I, was, I came into, because they've chosen not to engage in a process that helps shape the order. And we can all help shape the order and the movement and the International Council is one of those ways of doing it. It's one of those ways of being engaged and making the order and the movement into whatever it needs to be to meet the needs of the world, I suppose. Well, in a way, this, the structure is the stuff we're trying to cover online all week, mm. etc. It's, it's there as a kind of preeminent condition for the future of yeah. the movement. But actually, none of that matters if there aren't people who are passionate yeah, about exactly. it. In a way, you're, you've poured your passion in. Demarati's mm. poured his passion mm. in. Adama mm. Mega's coming in now. Mm. She's into it. And it, it strikes me that there's just that fundamental thing of if we want to see where it goes, mm. it's going to have to involve real beings mm-hmm. making that kind of imaginative leap of being connected to each other. Yeah. And you, you exemplify that like in spades. It's, yeah. it just, um, well, it's just such a strong memory of interviewing you before, yeah. but hearing you now, and it's like the yeah. same yeah. continuous mm. thread. I don't, mm. I don't think that's a light, easy thing. No, but it is. It's it's important, and I, you know, I was saying to people, what I love most about these meetings 
is, you know, people come from all different parts of the world and they come from our three different strands. So you bring, you bring, you bring, you know, say from the South Pacific, we bring what is important to the South Pacific. And I bring here as one of the order delegates, what's important to the order. People are coming from, from South America and they're coming from here and then we're mm. all bringing our own stuff. And it comes in here. And as it's talked about, you just watch people dropping their, this is what was important to me or mm. to the order or to whatever. And it's that beautiful thing that, in my experience of the last three meetings, what we end up with is actually what is important for the benefit of all beings. Mm. All of the other stuff yes. drops away. And as I, and I've said this before, and I really mean it, when Bhante talks about the bodhicitta arising in a collective, when I come to these meetings, I can see how that can happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I really, really get the taste mm. of that. Mm. So how, how do you think we compare to the government of Australia <laughs> in terms of organisation and what could we do better? What would you like to see as, what would you like to see the International Council take Look, forward? I've just come from a Brahma Vihara's retreat, so You're loved you know, they, 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 I'm loved out, so I don't actually want to talk about the Conservative Australian government at, mm. at the moment because I might undo all the good. <laughs> okay. so let's just talk about efficacy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it working? Um, is the International Council working? Look, I, we were talking about this the other day. Yesterday, Dharmarati was talking about what's happened over the last three meetings. Mm. And it was just really interesting mm. to see how much actually has mm. happened. But the interesting thing is, it's often not, and I hate to use this word, but, it, but it's in common parlance and people understand, it. it's not branded International Council. Mm. So things like the way in which the commonality paper was, mm-hmm. was dealt with, people's engagement with that, the way that changed when the order was consulted, went through the order strand. So it's seen as an order thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, Tree Ratna Centres is going through the movement strand. What people actually don't see is this is International mm-hmm. Council. Yeah, yeah. So I think what could be better done is how we communicate right, sure. yeah. and how we actually knit. They're all threads in that you know sort of carpet mm-hmm. or whatever else. Because I do think particularly the thing around the commonality paper. I spoke to order members who, when they found out, came out of the International Council. They could see how the International Council allows them to engage in how the order is shaped and what it's shaped and things like that. So, yeah, I suppose that's the the one thing I would say. Better communication. Mm. Yeah, well, you know me. I've always been around me and and how we communicate things. Yes, I thought of a good hashtag for this one. Yeah. I see four. Hashtag I see four. <laughs> I think that will go viral. Yeah. No, it won't go viral, will it? <laughs> oh well. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just thinking something, although I agree with what you've just said, I'm mm. just thinking something it's not a mm. devil's advocate, but it's just mm. a different it's just a mm. different slant on mm. what you've said. One of the things that Damarati was saying about yesterday was what the work of the International mm. Council mm. has been since its start. And our now much greater consciousness of the system of practice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, so that yeah. has come yeah. directly from this meeting mm. from the International Council. I think that's something that very few order members are aware of. Yeah. And yet, the fact that it's not branded mm. <laughs> uh, as a as a product of the International mm. Council, there's a bit of me feels all right about that mm. because because of this, right? I think. A good friend acts spontaneously mm, sure. for their friends, yeah. yeah? And they don't come round two weeks later and go, look what I did mm. for you. Yeah. I hope you remember yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, was, yeah. that that was an yeah. act. 
yeah. of that was my awareness of you bringing that into being. Sure. So yet, yeah, sure, I think it's it's true that a large number of our community won't really be aware that successes from the International Council, stuff that becomes a positive mm, culture mm. shift in the order has come from here. But on another level, I'm all right with that mm. because there's something about just beneficial to the world yeah. and, and, and letting go yeah. of ownership. Yeah. And, and look, I get that and I agree and I don't think, as I was saying, branding's not a great way. No. But I think in the early days we need to do it because people need to trust the International Council actually does something. That's true. Because there's yeah. so much criticism about really the bureaucracy in Tree Ratner or whatever else That's and what's true. this meeting doing? Meetings what? culture. So yeah. I would suggest, I think, 10 years, 15 years down the line, that's what you would be hoping for is it's just... I get you. But I actually just think in the first five years we need to embed this and people need to trust it as a structure mm-hmm. and that it is, it functions, it actually produces something and it's not just another tree rat in a meeting mm-hmm. and you know part of that is we're going to be going out there you know at times and well we do as an order in Australia in order to raise money to send people over here that's true. they have to yeah. understand that's what they're going to be funding that's true so yeah I think you know there's a mixture there's a spectrum of what you and I are talking about yeah, there is there is and actually what you see in terms of establishing that actually something is a valuable mm. and meaningful creator of change for good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, mm, that's it. it. You're, you are an that's ambassador of that very naturally. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So. Well, there's this kind of both-and thing mm. that strikes me. There's something about leadership. You often hear mm. people say we don't have leadership or the leadership is yeah. not clear. And I think in some ways implicit leadership is the essential thing. It needs to actually keep working and functioning. But people also need to know that they have a role to play in that. And the International Council is so inclusive. Yeah, like it is. It's the, one of the most inclusive structures yeah. we have. Anyone literally can mm-hmm. decide that they want to work their way into that structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whenever we've talked about that to other Buddhist groups, actually people think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just, they can't quite believe that we're, we've got that all in place. Mm-hmm. So I still think you, you've got a big... A big kind of um, <laughs> merit accrued around you for helping get this going because it's, right. it's an extraordinary and not yeah. common thing. No. The merit, I think, I mean, I, I just look at Dharmarati and the mm. people that, you know, Parami and others, I think Sadhanandi, I can't remember the exact group, but certainly Dharmarati has driven, mm-hmm. really, really driven this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I look, I really hope he's able to, you know, start sitting back and seeing the benefits. Mm. Yeah. Of that really, really hard work. Yeah, well, it all seems to be good. And determination. Mm. And all of those diagrams. <laughs> he, has new, he has a new diagram coming yeah, tomorrow that he won't tell me about. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Well, mm. well done, you, and um, you. good luck back in Australia. Yeah. We miss you here. Yeah, I miss being here yeah, as well. We Look, I just, it'd just be nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'd just love to spend six months here, six months there. But anyway, it's an aspiration. Yeah. Well, thanks for being our yeah. first Buddhist voice this week. Uh, we'll be back uh, most days mm. with at least one guest, possibly two. Who knows? They're probably going to run well past the International yeah. Council. And uh, tune in for other podcasts and talks and all the rest of it during the week. Meanwhile, this is Chandra Dasa saying goodbye. And this is Dasani. Thanks for listening. Kui.
And are you going to sing us a wee song at no, the I'm end? Not sing going us to sing. No, you promised. No, I'm not come going on, to sing. On. They want the Vegemite song. You're not Which getting one? the Vegemite. Which one? Sing us your favourite. Just a little burst. We're happy little Vegemites, as fun as fun can be. We all enjoy our Vegemite for breakfast, lunch and tea. That's all you're going to get. That's all we're going to get. Oh, that was fantastic. And it puts a rose in every cheek. Oh, how splendid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marmite doesn't.